everybody. Welcome to Art Friends, where we are friends who like art. I am joined by my friends... Opalia, but who are you? Yeah, who are you, actually? Wait, I think that was... A, who the opening literally goes... To? Hello, welcome to Art Friends, where we are friends who like art. I am, and today I am joined by my friends, the other friends that say their names. Oh. You don't even know your I'm... own opening, shaking my SMH. Lakota, actually, who are you? You just said my name. Who are? Yeah, but who are you really? Yes. Like we know your name, but who are you? Well, I mean, I guess it all started back when I was about five years old. Koda, no, <laughs> it's not time for a side tangent. Hop, 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 do it, do it now. Do the roar. Okay, uh, can we not use that intro? Do the roar. Yeah, we can use that intro. We are using this intro. What are you talking about? Are you implying we never use we we discard material? Are you we implying that we have to re-record an intro about six times per episode? We never do that. We <laughs> always just hit it right on the head. Come on, I do the roar. You, I uh, well, I don't know what you want from me, Opal. <laughs> do the opening again, please. Thanks. Okay. What? I thought that opening was okay. No. I thought it was great. Yeah, we can do it. Yeah, use it. See, Opalia, <laughs> I had already done the roar. It just wasn't the roar you expected. Well, no, I'm expecting a roar. You know exactly what roar I want. What? I don't. Dude, you don't know Shrek? I, I, I don't know how to do the ogre roar. Oh my god. <laughs> it seems like I'm way out of your league, huh? Wait, did did you want me to do the do the roar? Yes. Do the roar. Yes, thank you. Do the roar. Yes. Okay, now, guys, what are we talking about today? Or what are we doing today, rather? Oh, yeah, we got a fun game. We got a really interesting yeah. game. Well, it's less of a game, and it's more of a new thing Cohen came up with uh, to prompt discussion. Yeah. So, basically, here's the concept, right? Yes. We each have selected a artist and a piece of media whether it be a show a video game a uh, movie so on and so forth and what we're going to say is what if this piece of media let's say for example star wars was made by junji ito and then we basically just talk about for however long how much Star Wars would change the implications of that and just kind of explore what a horrific body horror filled Star Wars would look like I would love to see that I know <laughs> I, I am curious what Junji Ito sci-fi would look like though alright Opalia Opalia Coda. Coda. Opalia would you like to go first yes Alright, give us your piece of media and your artist. Okay, the piece of media or show is Danny Phantom, because it's one of my childhood favorites. Made by Michael Dante DiMartino, Brian Konetsko, and Aaron Ihes. Or, to say it easily, the makers of Avatar The Last Airbender. Uh-huh. So what if Danny Phantom... Okay, so those things 
while it will change drastically, are actually more similar than, like, the example I gave Star Wars and Junji Ito. Yeah, that's true. They're both cartoon television shows. And they're both very story-driven shows. On Nickelodeon. That are supernatural. For teens. About a boy with special powers. I mean, it does fit. That has something to do with flying. They both glow blue in some way. Confirmed, Danny Phantom is the avatar. Yeah, uh, this this was actually a thing all along. The ghost zone was actually just the spirit world from Avatar. And uh, (laughs) when he went to the ghost zone, he got his avatar power. Danny definitely would be an airbender, though. What's that dude that's always trying to convince Danny to be his son? Who, Flat? (laughs) Yeah, I, I never watched Danny Phantom. What? I watched like a couple of episodes. Yeah, I'm sorry, well, I didn't watch TV. Danny Phantom. <laughs> I'll watch it on an illegal streaming service eventually. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even. Okay, so funny story. I wasn't allowed to watch Fairly Odd Parents. I mean, that's probably one of the best things your parents ever did to you. You know, you know what the reason was to quote to quote my mother. It's too sarcastic. It was too. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> the most sarcastic person I know next to me not being allowed to watch something sarcastic. I feel like every time I use sarcasm, it's my way of rebelling. <laughs> wow. That's the least. What are you? An edgy teen that listens to My Chemical Romance and watches the Umbrella Academy code. And likes to listen to SCPs or read them. The thing is, the thing is. When you put it like that, it sounds like I'm emo, but all those things are true. <laughs> <laughs> and then comes Coda just Yeah, being that's the... why I said that. No, you know what, guys? Coda <laughs> is what I would describe as a dad. He is the least <laughs> dad-like dad, but he is like, he is such a dad. Like, I'm actually... Like too. I've actually... Okay, so you know how it's like a stereotype for dads to be like, Get away from my daughter! I've had dads be like, dang, you'd be great for my daughter, and the daughter be like, you know. Okay. <laughs> or do, do, they, do the dads say that to you? Well, I feel it's, like it's they... more implication than anything. Mm. It's not straight up, but it's, it's enough. It's just you. It's it's flipping a stereotype on its head because of how much dad. dad I mean, I wear a flat cap. He does, and he wears cargo he pants. Wear a flat cap. <laughs> I can I can kind of imagine him even wearing socks and sandals. Could I just grow a beard and you'll, you'll just have all the? What dad if I could, you. brother? Koda. You can't Koda. grow a beard. You Not have a good of all one. people can't grow a beard. Not a good Koda, one. Koda, dear. That is the. That's disappointing, not gonna lie. Koda? <laughs> yes, yeah, so I Do you wear socks and sandals? I did once for a cosplay. Sure. Confirm Koda as a dad. Sure. Cosplay. <laughs> cosplay. I think uh. I was a furry convention. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the actual subject again. <laughs> yeah. We might want to do that, you know. Okay, so, Danny Phantom in the world so of Apollia, Avatar. Apollia, Danny Phantom by the creators of Avatar. When you chose this, did you have anything specific you thought would, like, anything you chose it for? Like, something you thought would be interesting? Nope. Well, okay. 
in that case, let's look at uh, the main differences between... So, the makers of Avatar, actually, and we can also use the Dragon Prince as, like, a resource on this, because one of the head writers of Avatar, or the head writer, I believe, made the Dragon Prince. Oh. Yeah. So, what... Like, what the, f- the thing is, I've watched The Last Airbender, and I've watched The Dragon Prince, but I don't know that much about Danny Phantom yet. I so don't know fun. much about Danny Phantom. I know like, I've watched, yeah, like you said, basically. Like, the thing, I think what immediately changes, in my mind at least, Danny Phantom sometimes goes into, like, a villain of the week story, or most of the yeah. time is a villain of the week story. Feel like it would be uh, immediately a lot more plot focused. Like Avatar has a very nice balance between an overall plot happening while the story is still progressing, and I feel like uh, Danny Phantom would lead more into that direction, which isn't inherently a good thing or a bad thing. It's just a thing that might happen. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I feel like Danny Phantom, like you said, and and uh, you can't really look at any of Butch's other shows because none of them are super plot heavy, are really plot heavy at all. Um, no, because he, <laughs> this one wasn't written by Butch. Okay, so actually, Cohen, I'm gonna have yes. to change. I, I was gonna say mine is a piece of media. By the way, I was gonna say mine is a piece of media, but made by Butch Hartman. But because we already did a Butch thing, I'm gonna have to change it. <laughs> Too bad, Bucko. What did you want to so, talk about, Fairly Up Prince? Anyways, so I think. How dare you? What would basically change? You just ignored me again. Wait, what was? It? Wait, what you said? Was your show originally from Butch Hartman? No, my person was Butch Hartman. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I think, I think, like Cohen said, what would immediately change is in Danny Phantom, it's the ratio of. I guess I guess it would be considered reoccurring villains, but like it's a it's a plot. There's, you know, Aang is, like, trying to stop this asteroid. He's constantly uh, fighting against the Fire Nation. You're always hoping Zuko teams up with the gang, so on and so forth. Uh, When will Uncle Iroh release the world-class tea company he always was meant to create? (laughs) He did that in the ghost world. Oh. No, he didn't. But, uh... I think you'd immediately see half the villains in Danny Phantom immediately leave. They don't They don't need to call in a ton of different villains. I think there are some reoccurring villains, like, um... Vince? Vince? <laughs> I'm bad with English names, okay? I only know the German ones. <laughs> but, yeah, I think... What you'd get is Vladimir. a. What's his name? Ah. Vlad. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I think you'd immediately get a reduction of a lot of villains and yeah, like you'd have an end goal for Danny. Danny would have a goal because, from what I can tell in Danny Phantom, Danny's just kind of like, yeah, I'm gonna fight the bad, 
But, like, uh, in, like, all the Avatar writing, they're like, we need to do a thing. We need yeah. to get this here. We need to save this nation, whatever, so on and so forth. Mm. I do. I want to mention two things real quick. One, there's an episode, uh, spoilers, question mark, but there's an episode in The Last Airbender where uh, Aang's, actually, these aren't spoilers, so I'll try not to spoil anything, where Aang is, like, in a school, you know? Mm-hmm. I know which one. And he's disguised. So I feel like it would be something along the lines of that, mm. mixed with the Danny Phantom high school hijinks. I I haven't watched Danny Phantom at all, but I've heard it's a good representation of being a 14-year-old in high school. Yeah. And do you think that if, like, the concept of Ghost Kid saves the day was given to the writers of Avatar, they would, like, stick it in, like, the medieval fantasy world type setting, just like Avatar and the Dragon Prince? I, f- I feel like the would pitch... Would they call Avatar medieval? Would... I would call it more steampunk. Yeah, well, it's, it's just fantasy. It's, like, no modern technology. I feel like it would... I feel like the pitch would include... Let's say the pitch includes the modern-day 14-year-old in high school aspect. Mm-hmm. Because it would be interesting to see how they how they pulled that off. Like, they've mainly done fant- high, fairly high I fantasy I think I know stuff. something. They, um... Like, what I would think they would do is maybe... Yes, his parents did that machine, and because of that they released uh, Vladimir, who is, like, that main bad guy, who is wow. trying to, to a one specific day where some specific event happens... Uh, to take over the world and turns everybody into ghosts so they could be uh, one of his um, kind. So, like, he pretty much wants to make everything equal by um, turning everybody into the thing that he is. So it's pretty much a Thanos thing. <laughs> That's fun. Also, <laughs> another thing I'd li- I want to mention, like when I said I want to mention... T- things is Uh that I feel like the show would dwell or at least talk more about the fact that the villains are like dead humans yeah (laughs) yeah because I mean in the uh, in Avatar they play with some hefty themes for a kids show you know Mm -hmm. including death yeah death Uh, is just a normal topic so I feel like I feel like they would talk or like think more about I don't know the the implications. The f- yeah, the fact that the underwater themed ghost actually drowned, or that the high school locker kid probably <laughs> died in a locker. Like he just got you know the actually and just died in there. Yeah, that kind of stuff. <clears throat> maybe and uh, yeah, it, it, and maybe instead of like killing was... the ghosts or like getting rid of them, he tries to um, give them their last piece so they can like peacefully go. Yeah, I feel like there would be something that's not just dead, like, mindless action. Mm-hmm. There would be some kind of thing with these ghosts that he's trying to do, like, bring peace to them or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing against violent, mindless action, by the way. No, Pacific Rim is to... a great movie. <laughs> yeah, you keep saying that. I say yes, I, like, hold a gun against Koda's uh, <laughs> head. Or whatever. We're not talking about guns on this podcast. It's very Christian. Yeah. 
You guys use guns. You guys both use guns. <laughs> Not anymore. You've used guns? Because... Koda uses guns. Because they're fun. On a daily basis. Koda eats... Koda brushes his teeth. With a gun. With a, with a rifle. Yes, and sometimes when there's a thing uh, stuck, he just toothpicks with a sniper. Yeah. Jeez. Jeez no need indeed. to call you out like that? Yeah, I know. Y'all don't need to call out my uh, odd hygiene routine that only uses weapons. Obviously. Just like how I trim my uh, toes with a wakizashi. You're trimming your toes? Yeah, exactly. You. I told you it was odd hygiene. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, I shouldn't commit to that bit. I didn't mean to say... I meant to say toenails. Can't but, believe uh, we got Coda to talk about toes on the podcast. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? My cat stepped on my throat. <laughs> that makes you happy. What? <laughs> Out of all the things... <laughs> Your cat, your cat stepping on your throat made you make, make that. To me, I'm just picturing the same effect as a rubber chicken, where you squeeze it and it goes, Arr! Honestly, yeah. Today's episode of Art Friends, Coda talks about toes and Apalia <laughs> becomes a rubber chicken. <laughs> this makes me so unbelievable happy. This makes me happy. The <laughs> voice cracked though. to the next one or do we have more to say well here's the thing these two are so similar in like just the base concept of like two sh they're two show creators who make fantasy shows the shows that they've made are very similar and uh, just like from a bird's eye view standpoint so it's very hard to get deep into the differences and we, two of us haven't watched Danny Phantom. <laughs> yeah. Oof. So, yay. That sure is a thing. Okay, then let's move over to Koda's show. I don't know how to pronounce this guy's last name, so you'll have to forgive me. Cool. But what if... I actually don't 100% know how to pronounce his first name. <laughs> Just send uh, it in the chat and I if... can... Alright. What if My Hero Academia was made by... Joan, Joan Vasquez, Vasquez, the creator yes. of Invader Zim. Yes. Joan what Vasquez. if the creator of Invader Zim uh, 
created My Hero Academia. It would be my anti-hero academia. God damn it. Jeez, we're stealing all each other's concepts. Now I have to think of something else, Coda. How do you feel? No, See, I had a few backup plans. Now you know how I feel. <laughs> kind of kind of one of the things where I was going with this was My Hero Academia has some edginess. Like the character design. What's what's the guy with the blue flames who has like the stitches on his mm -hmm. face? Like it has it has some edgy designs. However, I feel like if it was if the creator of Invader Zim was on it, then that would get cranked up a notch because I, know, I said a joke he doesn't have to censor Koda, himself. I said a joke that um I have to cut out now. It was like it would probably not be called my hero academia but my anti hero academia. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Also I wanna mention something real quick. Uh the reason that Invader Sim Zim is that safe in quotation marks is because it's still a kid show made on Nickelodeon so he can't but Jonah Vasquez happens to be, uh, or happened to be a horror author for the most Yeah, he part. made his own comics. Uh, and like they're Johnny far, the Homicidal Maniac, or something like that. They're far more horrifying than Invader Zim. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting so how he was we're, able we're, to... But we're not it. talking about Invader Zim here, we're talking about... Uh, yeah, but like, hear me, a, out, hear, me out, hear me out on this one. Right. So the the horror artist uh, who loves edgy stuff and crazy stuff gets a concept like everyone has a superpower mm -hmm. and everyone loves the costume up and he doesn't right. have to constrain himself because as far as I know my hero academia was a manga in the first place so it didn't yeah. really we'll just say have much constraints you know that was later adapted into an anime or whatever. But I think it would be straight up horror. <laughs> yeah, I do too. It would be about the horrors of living in a world where literally everyone has the power to kill someone else. Yeah. You know, like exactly. inherently. And I think, like, if someone like with... Bakugo would fight a villain, they wouldn't just be extremely. Apollo, please Christ. get the cat away. Yeah. She wants to cuddle. What can I do? She's just sitting there and I'm not even Throw touching her. Throw her out the window. <laughs> Yeet the cat. Yeet the cat. Dude. <laughs> she scratched but my feet. But what were you saying? But uh, some I... characters in my hero already have the power to kill. So I think if uh, John Ambaskus would be... Um, the one that would work on my hero, he would probably just, as soon as a supervillain or like Deku breaks all his bones, Deku will have to uh, recover for that without recovery girl being able to heal him much. If um, Bakugo explodes someone from the inside, then that person is dead. I don't know, that's how I imagine it. Yeah, I feel like the impact of like Bakugo's explosions would be a lot more realistic. Like, if someone gets I... exploded, their eyeball is flying ten feet from their head. Exactly. I, I feel like it would be a lot more violent and gruesome and more realistic in that way, but I don't think it would be any more consequence-heavy. Heavy, Because at the end of the day, it's still sort of, kind of, a cartoon. And Jonan wants to keep torturing these characters, so in order for that to happen, they need to survive. So it would exactly. be a lot of, lot of violence... 
but not I feel like he and I would depth. be great friends. <clears throat> so okay. let's let's take this a step further and say he gets the pitch. It's a world. Everyone's a superhero. And there's a kid who doesn't have a superpower yet. He's gifted one by the greatest hero. Also, can I can I can I make an assumption? Go ahead. I feel like this story would be an allegory for guns in the U.S., where everyone has the inherent power or like ability to kill someone else on a whim, even though they're not supposed to. You know. Uh-huh. I feel like that would be something. Like Invader Zim could be classified as like, like, isn't really anything heavy. But then again, I haven't seen it. So. Yeah, I don't think Invader Never Zim mind really that. has a message. I don't know if his but other I feel stuff like... does, but I don't think he's the type to put one in. I do feel like he would. He's not too afraid to shy away from political stuff. Uh-huh. And he's very edgy. <laughs> he oh, he's so edgy. edgy. It's great. Like, literally, in his art style, and he's just, like, edgy content. Can we talk about how sick kid? the animation would look? Imagine, like, anime-style fight scenes in the Zim style. Hell yeah. Have you watched Enter the Florpus? I have. Well, have you watched that... it, Ophelia? No. It's, it's basically... It starts off with an anime parody, like out of the gate. So that's great. <laughs> I am 12 years old. Uh, and he looks like a JoJo's character. Yeah, I know. It's so good. That's funny. But, Apollo, what gem. do you think? Like, if, if even, like, if uh, the pitch kid gains superpowers in a super... I mean, kid is born without superpowers in a superpowered world... But he gains one that's gifted to him by the greatest hero in the world. And that pitch was given to him. What do you think he would do with it? Hmm. I feel like he would definitely be an anti-hero that just likes to torture others. Like Deku would be a really bad dude? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can I see that. I, I can see that for sure. Like, let me, let me hear me on this. If we go back to the whole gun violence allegory it's like your whole life you've lived under this constant pressure of literally everyone around you having some sort of ability to harm or kill you in any way and you haven't and then all of a sudden you get this strongest power out of all of them well um, oh yeah you know i feel and imagine like that i feel like he would, would abuse embrace... it in a way or two yeah i feel like he would embrace the bullying aspect of deku's childhood yeah and like, yeah, make him like get beat up a bunch, and so he has like so much pent up rage when he finally gets the power to. And maybe he would even like turn on All Might. That would be interesting. Maybe he I would feel just... like it would just be a lot less feel good. Like my hero academia is feel very good. feel good. Oh my show. god, cat! That was my belly. <laughs> Wowie, Apollo's just getting assaulted. <laughs> Apollo's been constantly getting beaten up by her cat this entire episode. <laughs> Actually, yeah. John and Basket met my cat. Right, baby? You sound like a... <laughs> cool. <laughs> oh. Could you please stop covering my drawing tablet? I think that would be cool. Like, if Deku was yeah. more of a Bakugo, in a way. No, he would be more I of a... I feel like he would... Uh, what's his name? 
I'll probably sense it. <laughs> Give me the quack again. Last time I had to use the chick. Do you not have no. it? No. Okay, I'll email you the quack again. <laughs> but I, f I feel like uh, Deku would cry a lot less and Deku? beat a whole what? lot more people the up. The amount he is crying, he's actually <laughs> just laughing like a maniac. Yeah. Oh, kinda. yeah. So instead of being I feel like, like a he would crying... be very psychopathic. Exactly. Yeah, Joe didn't really like psychopathic characters. So I can that's tell. Great. Yeah. yeah, I feel like the crying would be like a crazed crying, like a laugh so hard you're crying as he's torturing somebody. He's like... <laughs> I'm scaring my cat. You sound like the Witch of the West. Honestly. Witch of the West? But it was way too accurate, so help. Um... <laughs> cat. Could you please leave it? No, okay. Will you please go off my... That's a no. Your cat is very talkative today. <laughs> talkative? Oh my gosh. Talkative? Yeah. That's not talkative. Yeah. That's... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think so too. See what I mean? <laughs> Interspecies communication right here, folks. We are witnessing history. Are we witnessing history, looks? Look at me rubbing your back! We need to I think do a Apollia, I think Apollia and the cat did the fusion dance. <laughs> Honestly. Well, I guess there's two furries on the episode, on the podcast now. Apollia morphed into her cat. Now she can't stop laughing. Oh no. It's a Honestly, no, I wouldn't want to morph with her. All those fleas, you. Opalia. Opalia. Coda. I can't believe you didn't go, Edward. Dude! <laughs> I will never. I feel like this oh, is the point that would have broken my heart. Also, I would have gone... So, go. Coda! Is this, a, is, this, is this just... Is this like... To an... Two men, one dog, except the opposite. Two furries, one Cohen. <laughs> Wasn't it two and a Jeez. half men? Yeah, but two men, one dog is a company. But in this case, you're the half man Cohen. You cool. are a werewolf. You are a furry at over the day, I stay in the closet. You, so you straight up admitted that you're a furry, like, th throughout day and night. Well, we got All right, it, I'm everyone. Leaving. Cool. Alright, but, yeah, overall, yeah. I just think... I think every character would be torn up, be and he'd, like, really explore how horrible this world really is, that everyone has a superpower and some of them are way worse than other ones. Yeah. Like, how unfair this world is, he'd explore a lot of that, and it, would still it be wouldn't hilarious. be as feel-good. Yeah. I would honestly read that. I think that'd be a really yeah. cool story. Yeah. Like, I'm... boy raised without a superpower... Gets beat up a Honestly, bunch I would like that even. He has no superpower. <laughs> I would like that more Finally than gains one. my hero. I kind of would too. 
It's because you're edgy. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't exist, so I can't tell. <laughs> really. Well, just as a concept, and this once again goes back to me being emo boy. But no, you don't. I, I, I do enjoy very dark, edgy shows. Okay, so today, everyone, today, Kota's the dad. He's wearing his flat cap. He's wearing his shorts. He's wearing his cargo socks and everything. My cargo what? socks. I have pockets on my socks. <laughs> I have, did I show you the cargo socks? Wait, there. Those are no. a thing. They're have I not socks? shown you guys the, the cargo socks? You've not I shown us those? the cargo socks. For scientific you guys research. Seen the... I'll I'll show you guys the cargo socks later. They're the most important thing in character design. Period. I'm going to but, make a character. You can't stop me. But I'm gonna I'm gonna finish the joke now. So today, God is the dad. But tomorrow, he's he's putting on his Invader Zim socks, his Black Parade um, jacket. He's <laughs> he's putting his hair in front of one of his eyes so he can't see depth. Uh, I I will have to put on a wig because I do have like incredibly short hair. He shaved it. Yes, he will put on a wig. 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 Wang. Um, yeah, and he'll put on some white gloves and then put them in red paints to look even more edgy. And he'll put on some black clothes and black shoes and everything with like a pink flower or whatever because he still likes the color pink. And then he'll he'll like go to church and he'll like have really deep thoughts and profound opinions about the Bible or whatever. And everyone will be like. Koda, this is amazing, but why are you dressed like that? <laughs> and then Koda will say, Well, this is who I've been all along. And then he then he walks out and I don't know, vampire money plays on the speakers. Wow, that was a beautiful tale, Cohen. Haha, <laughs> tale, get it because you're it a was... furry. Nope, we're not going there. <laughs> It, it was a wonderful story about a boy finding his true identity. You oh, really have to watch your words. <laughs> we will use anything against you, Koda. Anything. We're like the police, just worse. The police just worse? We can use your word against you. What? Isn't that a police saying? That anything you say can be used against yeah. the court. Yes. That's, yeah. We're just worst cop, worst cop. Worst cop, worst cop. Worst, bad, bad cop, worst cop. Worst cop, worst cop. Worst cop and worst cop. What is he worse than? Nobody knows. He's the worst because he just straight up kills the people he's supposed to investigate. Could be me. That could also Anyhow. be a show I can imagine. Bad, do you really, I really have want to a show do it now? Bad cop, worst cop. Okay. Bad cop, worst cop. That'd be such a. Fun I wanted show. to say that would be it a show that be, John yeah. Basket would do, but then my cat was like, Meh. "All right, Cohen, 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 Cohen. It's your turn." Yes. Yeah, I'm still sort of thinking of mine. Away. My boy Joan and Vasquez. I, ca I can't believe that Apollia stole from me Butch Hartman, and now and I'm stole from, from you Invaders Zim. Joan and Vasquez. How dare you? No, I can't. I stole Joan in, and Apollia stole Butch. No, I stole him first. Now I can't. Stole. Now I can't do Edge. 
Now I can't do edge. You can do edge, edge and edgy. <laughs> Someone that needs really to make smart. someone <laughs> that was great. Someone needs to make an edit of like Edit and Eddie, except they're all wearing like badly photoshopped edgy clothes. <laughs> edge, edge, and edgy. That's edge, such a funny edge, joke. And edgy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this old lady still got it. <laughs> this is the best. <laughs> that was great. And to think that's what they call each other. Yo, what's up, Edge? Hey, hey Edgy. Edgy. Where's Edgy? <laughs> I'm definitely going to be Edgy. <laughs> edge, Edgy. Also, I drew myself as a edge, furry. Edge, and edge, edge, like edge, the uh, slash looks uh, fusion. That's horrifying. Yeah. Jay. Alright. Cohen, what's I yours? Was, I was debating on my concept. Because, like, Koda's watched barely any of either of the shows, but I'm stealing you guys' idea of two TV shows. Again, I would like to think about Denton if it were created by the makers of Evangelion. Ooh. Oh. Maybe if Koda would have right, watched so... it more, he would now have said to say more. <laughs> okay, we can continue. I've actually watched all the Bin Pin. Well, I was talking about you... Evangelion. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> you have? I've watched all the Bin Pin there is to watch. Have you? But what about wait, Evangelion? Yeah. Watched? Actually, no, I haven't watched the new reboot. But like, have I've watched watch... like the live-action movies. Like, I've watched all of it. Koda, we both have know that we have... Have you watched the original series? Yeah, I have. Have you watched Alien Force? Yes. Have you watched Ultimate Alien? Yep. Have you watched Omniverse? I did. How are you not obsessed with it yet? <laughs> I was for years. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> 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 oh, I was so obsessed with it. I, I devoted years of my life to consuming every piece of Bintin media. Now I that could. I look at it, it I'm could also just now. be my Beastars persona, <laughs> I guess. Where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> Beastars is great, though. I'm, I know you guys are going to tell furry. me I'm a furry, but it's a really good show. Also, it sure is guys. a good show. But I'm at least not closeted like you. Cool. So, alright. So what if... Wait, can you guys still hear me? Yes. No. Yes. Cool. Because my Discord's not responding. No. Yeah. So this is this is a uh, more of a two shows rather than the show creator itself. Yeah. So, because I don't know. I don't remember who specifically made Evangelion, and I can't probably can't pronounce it either. Yeah, I think. So Bin Tin. I never watched Danny Phantom, but I think it's another case similar to Danny Phantom where there isn't a super clear. Haven't you watched plot. all of it? <laughs> Well, I haven't watched any Phantom. That's true. But I think it's not a super clear plot. Into, uh, it is towards the end. But, like, especially in the original series, they're just kind of going around saving the day from alien stuff as plot slowly gets revealed. 
It's not like Avatar, where you immediately get what's going to happen at the very start. Or what should happen, I suppose. So it's more of a but, mysterious show, then? Yeah, but it does... It's it's a villain of the week. where And that the whole not introducing the core idea of gotta stop the asteroid or whatever from the very beginning and instead just having them goof off for a bit first is is good for this type of show because it's a villain of the week type series so that being said evangelion is incredibly plot driven like there he goes yes there he comes back but I sure do love it when my phone gives up on me halfway through <laughs> doing a thing. That's my favorite thing. Yes. So I think the first thing that would change is that it wouldn't be a villain of the week type concept. It would be a... Mysterious villain that in the end of the story is going to get revealed, or more like to the end game of the story. Maybe. I mean, something. E- uh, it's hard even... to tell for sure, but it would be more plot driven than it is. Coda. Yes. Uh, Evangelion kind of also does. They're they're actually very fairly similar in that respect. They have like about the same amount of villains. Like Evangelion has the angels, and Benton has a whole bunch of. Yeah. I feel like Conan is cutting out too much. Cool. Thanks. Not only that, Conan. Appreciate it. Your audio is also very uh, tunnel-y. Yeah, that's because I'm not on the most optimal recording device. Then we will wait until you are, I guess, because, you know. No, it's fine, because we're wrapping up soon. Cool. Really? Not Not soon, but, like, I'd give us another 20 minutes tops. I know, I just wanted to wait yeah. until, like... Oh, that I now have more time. It's connected to the, da- the, the damn Wi-Fi downstairs. That explains a whole lot why they did do that. I am very mad. Did you draw Did you draw the half, half you, half look? Ugh. That's scary. Did I draw what? The half you, half look. Yeah, looks. that's what I literally said. Yeah, but it cut out for me because my phone was dying. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to try it again. But anyways, so I think personally they would immediately expand on the psychology of boy gets superpowers more because mm. Ben 10 was so... Hello. Oh, hello, Cohen. Hello. Now it works. Yes. Ben Bonjour. 10 was so oddly okay with just getting superpowers and he was so good at not abusing his power. I feel like they would immediately give a more, I, I hate to say mentally unstable, but like mentally more, unstable. Yeah, more uh, almost realistic mental state character. I mean, I do feel like you're making it sound like Benton was just absolutely fine with being a superhero. He was. And didn't do he anything, was more than actually... normal human would be. I mean, he still had some troubles in the beginning, I think. He did. He did. I haven't watched Ben 10 really, in ages. They delved into the thoughts behind it. And he was abusing it every time he could. It's just that it, uh, in the beginning it had 
a 10 minute timer and it would mistransform him all the time so it wouldn't, he didn't get the full use out of it and later he was a bit more mature and thinking I guess right mm. and that's just the character arc but I do feel like I feel like he would be a lot more tragic that's what I'm in saying in the way of a 10 year he wouldn't be mentally unstable I think but more just like, Shinji, to me, he isn't particularly mentally unstable. No, I'm saying he's, he's not okay. It's, it's okay would, to... I, I would expect people to act like he does in that situation. I would differ to your opinion! Go ahead. Whoa! That's not allowed on the internet! <laughs> <laughs> oh god, Kat, I love you, but you're heavy as hell. Uh, I think that Shinji is actually pretty unstable. Like, obviously not the psychotic type of unstable. He... Yeah, and that's what I'm referring to. He's not, like, absolutely psychotic. I know, but he definitely has some problems, dude. That's true. And, like, I think it would definitely work more into the... Love's not uh, ...thing, into the expectations people have mm. of this 10-year-old who constantly has to beat up people and who has to keep getting beaten up yeah i think yeah. he's mostly going to be very yes very about it yes but grandpa max yes. didn't reveal that he was it's been years since i've seen it but he didn't reveal that he was kind of uh, a part of like alien stuff until later in the series right mm. yes so if if i was a 10 year old boy i'm thinking back to when i was 10 i this mysterious watch jumped onto my wrist and transformed me into these mm -hmm. mysterious creatures and no one around me could explain why they couldn't explain if i'm pants. okay and not only that but on top of that i now have this new power that's a lot that's, that's like more than most adults could handle much less a 10 year old kid i mean we sure know that 10 year olds can be interesting yeah, so I think, personally, if this was Evangelion, the creators of Evangelion made Ben 10, they would, just like they did in Evangelion, explore how much this would destroy Ben psychologically. Yeah. Definitely. Like, not only the turning into a different life form with totally different anatomy and biology, yeah. but also just the fact that he constantly... Like, have you seen, like, I'm thinking original Benton and even later season. Like, have you seen how, like, conceptually horrifying some of these films are? Yeah. From Benton. <laughs> yeah, like, actually, mm. one of, do you guys remember, uh, I don't remember his name, but I'm pretty sure it was, like, Casey or something. He's this bug dude who just swarms you with, like, an army of wasps. And later in the series, he straight up becomes genetically mutated and turns into a bug. Yeah, I remember that. It's horrendous. Yeah. Evangelion would make it probably even worse. Yeah. Yeah, the, the villains would be absolutely... Because, like, the angels are very scary villains as well. I think they're yeah. beautiful. They are beautiful, but they're also horrifying in concept. Mm. Hater. No. <laughs> I mean, horrifying isn't bad. I do feel like they would play with cosmic horror stuff. They would. On the aliens department. 
And I think that would be super cool to see. Yeah. You know? Like, Vilgax might just be a straight-up Cthulhu ripoff. I don't know. I mean... Just a bit more it, just in the, straightforward, just in the, I guess. Just in the sense of the design, with, like, the... Yeah. What you would call it? The tentacle face. Because Cthulhu I, I literally is literally just... an ancient god. Vilgax. Yeah. That's his name. But let's see. So yeah, I think they just dive way more into the psychology of it and just really think about yeah. the repercussions of what it would be like if this ten year old boy how traumatic that I would think... be for him to find this watch. Hella traumatic. Yeah. You know I what a thing would be I think one of the characters that would be most interesting in this version of the show, like he's interesting already in the original Ben Ten and Evangelion did this too. Kevin? To some extent. Yeah. I was about to mention him because he's uh he's the guy that all like no matter how good you're gonna be, there's always gonna be who's always a notch better than you. Mm-hmm. So to have Ben Ten and then Kevin Eleven, you know like his name is literally Kevin Eleven. Like his last name's Levin and his middle name is Ethan, it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I think they would play with that a lot. Like, you have Asuka or Ray or... Yeah. Uh, the Gay Angel. <laughs> Forgot his name. The Gay Angel. The Gay that Angel. That is his name, Cohen. No. Okay, cool. But, yeah, I think... But, like, Kevin... I think that's Wasn't Kevin, like, homeless have. as a kid? He was homeless. So... Well, he destroyed his own home. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think... Like he had they would, once again, issues. explore the psychological repercussions of growing up homeless with unexplained superpowers and then having a rival who you can never beat. I feel like Kevin might be just, in this version of the show, and might be just be the best uh, main character father or, like, foil to to ever exist because it's, like, someone who is, like, always going to be a notch better than you also happens to be the guy that's homeless and straight up psychotic so are you worse than that <laughs> you know exactly something along the lines of that yeah i think that'd be interesting and ben's more op than kevin at least not whenever they first meet if i recall correctly but like especially in the later seasons yeah ben's way more op so that would be fun to explore yeah but i'm, for I'm kevin's standpoint i'm still well. thinking i'm still thinking only original show we can get into the later series later but i'm thinking mainly original show here yeah but like it would also be fun to explore how that affects kevin to have been true always being better than him and you know imagine how horrifying alien x would be oh. in the evangelion style bent and it, it that would as soon as he transforms it would be orchestral music and a whole bunch of crazy stuff happening just all sorts of things shifting around. Yeah, I feel like ending up okay. Alien X is already a really cool concept with, like, I forget exactly what it is, but I remember not being able to fully wrap my head around it as a kid, which means it's probably cool. And Yeah, uh, should, I, should I explain it? If you'd like. I might later, but for now it's not super... Yeah, but I was just going to say, I feel like Evangelion would take that a step farther and have some even more aliens besides Alien X that are, like really existential concepts that are hard to 
actually fathom. Like, perhaps an alien mm-hmm. doesn't have a physical form, and it just is. That could be mm-hmm. fun. What about you, Apollia? Do like you even... have any thoughts? I don't really, because I haven't fully watched Evangelion. I'm still in the middle of it, and I don't remember. I thought you said you watched it. Yes, I have watched it. That doesn't mean I have fully watched it. If I say that I have fully watched it, I say I've finished it. Oh, all right. Sorry. It's okay. Oh, but I can see how a Cohen would be misled by that. Yeah, I can see it myself. I'm not mad at you. Just hurt. <laughs> just disappointed. I'm just dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not mad at you. I know you're dumb. <laughs> it's okay, Buffface. I'm not mad. Just disappointed. Art style-wise, I think... Would the setting change at all? Because... There's so much industrial design, like the creators of Evangelion, you can tell that's what they love, is like machines and moving parts. So I feel like they wouldn't be satisfied to just have the entire thing take place in like a normal modern day city. Honestly, I feel like the art direction in these two shows is not diff- is not that different at all. No, like the you, way the Omnitrix works wouldn't... is very similar to the way the machines work in yeah, but like, hear me out. You're saying that most of the show wouldn't take place in a normal suburban city. Yes. What's above the main Evangelion complex base? A normal Japanese city. Like, granted, not much of the plot happens there, but the fights Well, do. not only that, but that and city some... also sinks underground. It's like a really cool mechanical yeah. city. And guess what? Guess what? The show also has, like, some sort of weird alien you could say underground city underneath all the normal stuff that's not till hey, later hey. though what isn't that an omniverse only it's it's also like it's in the future episodes of the classic series but it's mainly an omniverse yeah ah. i love those future episodes they're very fun yes but yeah i feel like i feel like the art direction would strike somewhere in the middle it would be a whole lot weirder. Like, Ben 10 already has some very weird and cool art direction, but with Evangelium mixed in there and some straight-up horror concepts, that would be fun. Yeah, very some, fun. like, psychological horror, some, like, uh, really yeah. hard-to-fathom alien concepts, and some... I guess just more... I feel like there would be more kind of moving parts on the robots for lack of a better word not as organic looking robots like what's the what's the wheel one that looks like a xenomorph the who the what now the the wheel alien the fast one that Pintin turns into oh cannonballs is that what it's called the one with like the xenomorph looking head oh wait do you mean do you mean accelerate the blue, kind of lizard-like blue skater wheels. Yes, like yes, yes, balls yes, yes. On That's the boy. He doesn't turn into a ball. I didn't say he turned into a ball. I thought you said that. I said he looked like a xenomorph. But you also said something with wheel. He has Anyhow, wheels on his feet. But you said, <laughs> I thought you said turned into a wheel. Oh, no. But he, uh, I can picture him, Yeah. like just looking more 
mechanical. Like, like you can picture, uh, I can see how the limbs would work differently. And it's just, I feel like the designs would be a lot less organic. Yeah, like, uh, like Accelerate already, Accelerate's a good example of this because Accelerate already has the moving faceplates he can put in front of his face when he's exactly. going to move fast. You know, yeah. so I feel like it would indeed get a lot more moving parts. Yeah. And I think that the normal, like, organic-looking aliens would just be a whole lot more horrendous. <laughs> like, ha- Koda, do you, are you at the part of the show yet where you somewhat see the Avas without the armor? No. Oh, you're gonna, I'm at the you're part in, in the treat. show where Shinji is having a full-on meltdown. Within Isn't the that Eva. every part? No, it's episode 10. <laughs> <laughs> it's episode 10 Honestly. or 11. So. Cat! I'm at the part where I finished it, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I just never felt like watching it further as long as I'm not at work, because at work it was the most fun to watch. Uh-huh. Also, Lux, please. Cat! I am I swear to God. There, you got a kiss on your head. Are you happy now? That's a no. Apparently not. <laughs> Bit, uh, Cohen, have you watched the Ben 10 live action movies? He probably hated it. Which one? Have you watched the Ben 10 live action movies? Wait, oh, I, I, oh. I've watched both. I've watched Alien Swarm, like, somewhat consciously, and I think I've seen Race Against Time, like, once. Alien Swarm but scared I don't me remember. so bad as a kid. Really? Yeah. It's just a car commercial. <laughs> is it, wait, which one? Is Alien Swarm... Okay, what is Alien Swarm? Alien Swarm is a movie from, like, 2012, and they spent, like, most of the budget on car shots, and it's hilarious. <laughs> See. Alien Swarm's the but one with, like, the it... tiny robots, right? No, the little go away. tiny ones yeah. that, like, get inside people or whatever? Ew. Yeah. That horrified me as a kid. Really? It's yes. disgusting. I can see why, though. I can see why. <laughs> what? <laughs> Rubber chicken? <laughs> Hiccups, okay? She stepped... She stepped on your throat again. No, I just had a hiccup. (laughs) Anyways, I think that was fun. I think we can call it quits. Yeah. Well, not everybody can. It was somewhat awkward. Because I'm not used to social interaction anymore. Because the last couple of days I've only been having social interaction. Fair. In Dutch. Uh. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But... I think I think the reason why is because we didn't really know exactly what we wanted to do going mm-hmm. into it. We just had like a base concept. Yeah. We didn't know what it was going to be like. But I think we have a and much we better have, idea. We also had a close schedule. Yeah. Yeah, and we all haven't watched all of the shows we talked about. So I think when we do this again, like, it's going to be a lot better. It'll if we do this again. Like next time. like if you want to see this again, and make sure to give your fun concepts in the comments. Yeah, give fun show mashup concepts, and we might use one. 
Christian better comment on this one. <laughs> did we accidentally make? Did we? Wait, did we make something just to did entice we? Popcross to watch our show again? Did we? <laughs> we literally crossed pop culture, so I guess we did the pop cross. I hate that. <gasps> Wait, I just, I, no, his name makes did, so much did sense. Did you just get? I just got that. Did you not know that's why it was his name? I didn't know! Why did you, what did you think it was? I thought it was just a cool thing he came up with. It's pop cross, as in pop culture and crossover. I didn't get it. As in, <laughs> well, you got it Koda got booted off the show now, because he didn't realize. Hey Koda, do you, do you know we're called art friends because we're friends who like art? Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense now. You see, I, know, I thought right? it was just like this silly turn. Never mind. Uh, I won't get into it. But... <laughs> it does make sense that that's why. Uh, yes, I'm going to hit us with an outro because I did the intro. You were hitting ain't fine. Did you? I did do the intro. All right. So... If you're, thank you for listening so much. Uh, if you did, I suppose you did. If you made it here, leave a like and subscribe if you're on YouTube or follow. I think is what you do on Spotify. You can you can listen on all sorts of sites. We're on most places where you can listen to podcasts. Make sure to follow our Instagram and join our Discord. Link will be in the description and. Guys? Nope, it'll just be in the description of the YouTube video. Yes? I actually found out that it's extremely hard to find our podcast on Spotify. So if you want to find us, uh, you'll have to just follow our link, because apparently that's the only way you can find us. In, uh, yeah, really? there's a link in the description if you're watching this on YouTube to listen mm -hmm. on Spotify. I found us rather easily. I just typed in Art Friends on Spotify. I also did that, yeah. and I found like 800 different podcasts, but not Art Friends. Oh, I got ours immediately. Yes, I, I think... I think it might be different because we're slowly gaining more viewers on it, so we're slowly getting up and up the list. I mean, but, I was watching, or looking at it two days ago, so... Uh... Hmm. Odd. Perhaps, uh, By the way, guys, since you have free version of Spotify, cough, cough, uh, Art Friends is too good for it. Oof. <laughs> wow. I hate that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh god, I actually pay. hated that. Oh, I hate that so much. Oh my god. <sighs> Anyways, guys, it was fun talking to you. I will have to leave this pop uh, podcast now. Alright, bye. Bye, everyone listening. See we have you. to leave as well. <laughs> Wait, do we? Yes, Cohen. Not my sunflower! Oh, not the sunflower. <laughs>